This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 604. We're at 65 degrees with uh, possibly some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise sunny today. We could see some showers or thunderstorms in our forecast as well. A town of Taylor Man has died in a bizarre crossbow accident. New York State Police were called to a resident on Gypsum Hill Road last Friday in response to a call stating that a man had been shot with a crossbow. When police arrived, an ambulance and first responders were already on the scene administering aid to a man identified as 58-year-old James R. Parker, Jr. An investigation revealed that Parker and another man were attempting to kill a skunk when Parker was accidentally struck with an arrow from the crossbow. The man and then called 911 and attempted to aid the victim till responders arrived. Parker succumbed to his injuries. The incident is under investigation. The 146th annual Broome County Fair kicks off today in Whitney Point and will continue through this Sunday, August 1st. After missing last year's due to pandemic restrictions, the fair will begin with the Little and JR and Miss BC Fair at 10 a.m., 12 noon, and 2 p.m. The fair officially kicks off at 5 p.m. today. Uh, with ride specials, the annual kickoff parade at 6 p.m., followed by antique tractor pulls. There will be many events throughout the week, including agriculture and 4-H presentations, demo derbies, truck and tractor pulls, a rodeo, and more. For more information and a list of events, you can log on to broomcountyfairny.com. Police say a Florida woman is dead after her parachute malfunction as she was skydiving in upstate New York. State police say 59-year-old Karen Bernard of Wildwood was killed at 9 a.m. Saturday when she jumped out of a plane to skydive in the central New York town of Westford. Police say it appeared that Bernard's parachute malfunctioned. The investigation is ongoing. WNBF Newstime 606. New York City will require all municipal workers to get coronavirus vaccines by mid-September or or face weekly COVID-19 testing. The move announced Monday by Mayor Bill de Blasio follows last week's announcement mandating vaccinations or weekly testing for public health care workers as the city battles a rise in COVID-19 cases fueled by the highly contagious Delta variant. About 65% of adults in the city are fully vaccinated, but new vaccinations have plunged since a peak in early April. Some of the unions representing city workers are balking at the new policy. They say the city can't impose the requirement without negotiations. Governor Andrew Cuomo has projected confidence that he'll ultimately be exonerated of allegations of sexual harassment. He also questioned Monday the neutrality of the lawyers hired to investigate his behavior. Speaking at his first news conference in nearly two weeks, Cuomo said he had concerns as to the independence of the reviewers hired by State Attorney General Letitia James. One of those lawyers helped send one of Cuomo's close friends to prison in a corruption case. Cuomo said he is eager for New Yorkers to get the facts of what happened and thinks they'll be shocked to learn the truth behind the allegations. WNBF First News Time, 6.07. A judge says a former CIA software engineer can represent himself at his upcoming retrial on espionage charges. U.S. District Judge Paul A. Crotty ruled Monday that Joshua Schultz had shown that he was sure he wanted to act as his own lawyer. Schultz faces an October trial on charges that he leaked CIA secrets 
secrets to WikiLeaks. Schultz had pleaded not guilty to charges a legend he made when prosecutors said was the largest leak of classified information in CIA history. WikiLeaks published the material in 2017 at his first trial. Jury deadlocked on espionage charges while convicting him of lesser charges. The United States says it will keep existing COVID-19 restrictions on international travel in place for now due to concerns about the surging infection rate because of the Delta variant. It's the latest sign the White House is having a recalibrate, it rather to recalibrate its thinking around the coronavirus pandemic as the more infectious variant surges across the U.S. and a substantial chunk of the population resists vaccination. It's also a reversal from the sentiment President Joe Biden voiced earlier this month when he said his administration was in the process of considering how soon the U.S. could lift the ban on European travel uh, bound for the U.S. And the final victim of the condo building collapse in Florida has been identified. Relatives say the body of Estelle Hadaya has been identified, making her the 98th victim recovered from the rubble of the condominium that collapsed more than a month ago. Her family says her funeral will be held today. Checking your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today. Some patchy fog this morning, otherwise mostly sunny. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Temperatures in the upper 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, overnight lows in the low 60s. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy, slight chance of showers, gradually becoming sunny with a high near 80. It's 65 degrees at 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 610, it's early bird traffic and weather together on this Tuesday morning. And I, Bob Joseph, am very pleased to say good morning and good luck. We have no problems on area roadways. And let's keep it that way. Of course, we'll monitor throughout the day today with the very latest from our traffic desk. We have traffic and weather together every 15 minutes on First News Binghamton. You can help us out if you see a crash or a delay. Call us on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. Forecast, patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunny, 87. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms possible tonight, low 62. Cloudy tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day, then becoming sunny, high 79. Extended outlook for Thursday. Mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 80 right now. It's 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. And it is First News Binghamton. We welcome you to the start of another day. You made it through Monday with flying colors. Your certificate will be available as soon as we find where we keep the ink for the printer but imagine if you will a beautiful beautiful certificate suitable for framing commending you for getting through monday now wnbf will work to help get you through tuesday with first news binghamton all the information you need and later this morning from eight to ten the popular binghamton now program Everybody listens, and a few people call, some people email, and some people even contact the program via Twitter. Remember, Bingham to Now, 8 to 10, Monday through Friday, followed by the Brian Kilmeade Show from 10 to noon 
on News Radio 1290. Coming up next, we check sports on this Tuesday morning. We'll have the story of the Mets with their double header against the Braves and Queen. Queens, rather, and we'll also have the latest on the Olympics. Some surprises coming up. WNBF News Time, 6.30. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tuesday morning sports. Well, remember, Rumble Ponies never play on Mondays during the 2021 season, so they took a day off, and tonight they'll start their scheduled six-game series against the Yard Goats in Hartford. Mets split a pair in Queens. So the way things started was uh, a loss for the Mets. By the way, uh, they had a doubleheader, and under pandemic rules, each game was shortened to seven innings. In the first game, Kyle Muller threw five sharp earnings to earn his second big league victory, and that was a win for the Braves, two to nothing. In the nightcap, Jeff McNeil laced his second go-ahead hit in two days when his RBI double in the fifth inning sent the Mets on their way to the victory. That was the big excitement in a very low-scoring game. Here's McNeil, first ball swinging, hits it in the air to deep center. Heredia sprinting back, way back onto the track, can't get it. Bounces off the wall, stays in play. That's going to score a run. Nimmo around third, comes home standing, and holding at second with a double and a run batted in is Jeff McNeil. The Mets are finally on the board, and they've taken a one to nothing lead here in the fifth inning. And that's all it took for the big win last night. Again, the Mets in the nightcap, one to nothing over Atlanta. The teams face each other again tonight. Meanwhile, reliever Clay Holmes was acquired by the Yankees from the Pirates for infielder Diego Castillo and Hoy Park. Holmes is three and two and forty-four relief appearances with forty-four strikeouts and thirty-five walks in forty-two innings. Yankees were idle last night. They'll start their series against the Rays in Tampa Bay tonight. Olympic news: Alaska produced a gold medal winner, while Japan won't get to celebrate a tennis gold medal after Naomi Osaka got knocked out early. Seventeen-year-old Lydia Jacoby pulled off a stunning victory in the women's one hundred meter breaststroke on Tuesday, upsetting American teammate and defending champion Lily King. The Japanese-born Osaka struggled with her usually reliable ground strokes and lost 6-1, 6-4 in the third round to former French Open finalist Marquetta Vandrosa of the Czech Republic. As the latest from the Olympics and the world of sports on your Tuesday morning, you're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph with Doug Mosier in the News Center. He's filling in for Kathy White this morning. WNBF News Time 618. Business news. Global markets have sunk as investors look ahead to a Federal Reserve report for an update on when U.S. stimulus might start winding down. London and Frankfurt opened lower while Shanghai and Hong Kong declined. U.S. futures are lower. Dow futures are down 148. NASDAQ futures... Minus 15, U.S. markets will open about three hours from now. On Monday, the benchmark S&P 500 index rose two-tenths of a percent, shrugging off concern about the spread of the coronavirus's more contagious Delta 
variant. Senators in the White House are locked in negotiations to try to salvage a bipartisan infrastructure deal. Pressure is mounting on all sides to wrap up talks and show progress on President Biden's top priority. Tesla's quarterly profit has surpassed a billion dollars for the first time. The results come as the electric car pioneer navigates through a pandemic-driven computer chip shortage that has caused big headaches for other automakers. That's the latest in Business news on News Radio 1290. Coming up, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. If you've made it through the pandemic so far, you can wear a badge of honor. That's coming up next. WNBF News Time, 690. It's 620 on your Tuesday morning. Time for the doctor. The doctor is in a better life sponsored by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. As we press on from COVID-19, there's some things you may want to carry forward with you. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. For all the loss, suffering, and grief brought about by the coronavirus pandemic, for those of us still here, we have a badge of honor we can wear, that of resilience. We figured out new ways to make things work, new ways to work, how to be there for our families, perhaps in ways we hadn't been there before, and how to initiate new rituals. To that end, there are things you may have started doing out of necessity that you choose to continue doing. Eating dinner at home as a family more often. Working from home when you can in pursuit of a more balanced life. Video chatting loved ones into your dinner table if they can't make it in person. Point being, take with you what suits you and leave the rest behind. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. According to the National Institutes of Health, 30% of hospital admissions in older adults are drug-related, like taking meds at the wrong time. Hero Health simplifies medication management. The smart device stores up to 90 days' worth of up to 10 different pills. It dispenses them at the push of a button. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days and get free contactless delivery. Just call 800-420-7550. That's 800-420-7550. 800-420-7550. Hero. Medication managed. And a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning here on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time 623. This is First News Binghamton. We're starting off with a little bit of patchy fog in parts of the Twin Tiers, and we'll see that in some areas for another hour or so. Otherwise, today should be fairly nice, sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. And we expect a high today around 87. Right now, 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. Coming up, we check entertainment news from ABC on W. It's 
It's 625, Tuesday morning, July 27th. I think it's time to be entertained. Entertainment News. People still love Ted Lasso. It's all about believing that everything's going to work out in the end. Apple says last Friday's season two premiere of the soccer comedy at the biggest premiere ever for Apple TV Plus. Though the company didn't give actual numbers, and show star Hannah Waddingham tells me she thought people would like season two, but you never know for sure. Honestly, it's I've never been so invested in something ever of hoping that people who fell in love with it before will still be in love with it. It's crazy. Episode two of Ted Lasso season two will be out on Friday. That the power of Christ compels you. The Exorcist being compelled back onto the big screen. Universal and the streaming service Peacock have inked a deal for three sequels. Stevie Nicks' first solo baby turns 40 today. Her album Belladonna hit shelves July 27, 1981, hit number one on the Billboard album chart and sold more than 4 million copies. And TV legend Norman Lear is 99 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Norman Lear, 99. I remember the days when I would ask to stay up late so I could watch the All in the Family program. Oh, those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic and weather together, no troubles to report on area roadways. We'll keep you posted. Watch out for the work zones starting up in a couple of hours or so. Once they get started, slow down, pay attention. The forecast for today from the National Weather Service, sunny. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 87, showers and thunderstorms tonight. Low 62, mostly cloudy tomorrow. A slight chance of showers early in the day before becoming sunny. High 79, Thursday, cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 80, right now, 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. This is where news breaks first. We're serving you seven days a week. Let you know what's happening all around the Twin Tiers. By the way, coming up on WNBF's Binghamton Now program today, we'll be taking your phone calls and reading select emails. If you send an email to us, binghamtonnow at WNBF.com, it might be selected and read on the air. Also coming up at 8.30, Tioga Downs owner Jeff Garall, live. I'm going to ask him what he really thinks about Governor Cuomo. You'll hear it live on Binghamton Now, just over two hours from now. WNBF News Time 6. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 6.30. We're at 65 degrees, some patchy fog. Otherwise, sunshine today. Could see some showers and thunderstorms a little bit later on. Police say a Florida woman is dead after her parachute malfunctioned as she was skydiving in upstate New York. State police say 59-year-old Karen Bernard of Wildwood was killed at around 9 a.m. Saturday when she jumped out of a plane to skydive in the central New York town of Westford. Police say it appears that Bernard's parachute malfunctioned. The investigation is ongoing. A town of Taylorman has died in a bizarre crossbow accident. New York State Police were called to a residence on Gypsum Hill Road last Friday in response to a call stating that a man had been shot with a crossbow. 
When police arrived, an ambulance and first responders were already on the scene administering aid to a man identified as 58-year-old James R. Parker, Jr. An investigation revealed that Parker and another man were attempting to kill a skunk when Parker was accidentally struck with an arrow from the crossbow. The man then called 911 and attempted to aid the victim till responders arrived. Parker succumbed to his injuries. The incident is under investigation. Governor Andrew Cuomo has projected confidence that he'll ultimately be exonerated of allegations of sexual harassment. He also questioned Monday the neutrality of his lawyers hired to investigate his behavior. Speakers at his speaking rather at his first news conference in nearly two weeks, Cuomo said he had concerns as to the independence of the reviewers hired by State Attorney General Letitia James. One of those lawyers helped send one of Cuomo's close friends to prison in a corruption case. Cuomo said he is eager for New Yorkers to get the facts of what happened and thinks they will be shocked to learn the truth behind the allegations. New York City will require all municipal workers to get coronavirus vaccines by mid-September or face weekly COVID-19 testing. The move announced Monday by Mayor Bill de Blasio follows last week's announcement mandating vaccinations on weekly testing for public health care workers as the city battles a rise in COVID-19 cases fueled by the highly contagious Delta variant. About 65% of adults in the city are fully vaccinated, but new vaccinations have plunged since a peak in early April. Some of the unions representing city workers are balking at the new policy. They say the city can't impose the requirement without negotiations. The final victim of the condo building collapse in Florida has been identified. Relatives say the body of Estelle Hadea has been identified, making her the 98th victim recovered from the rubble of the condominium that collapsed more than a month ago. Her family says her funeral will be held today. The site of the June 24th collapse at the Oceanside Champlain Towers South has been mostly swept flat. The rubble moved to a Miami warehouse. Forensic scientists and rabbis are still at work examining debris at the warehouse seeking additional remains and personal items. Fire officials say there is no evidence that anyone found dead had survived the initial collapse. WNBF First News Time is 6.33. The United States says it will keep existing COVID-19 restrictions on international travel in place for now due to concerns about the surging infection rate because of the Delta variant. It's the latest sign the White House is having to recalibrate its thinking around the coronavirus pandemic as the more infectious variant surges across the U.S. and a substantial chunk of the population resists vaccination. It's also a reversal from the sentiment President Joe Biden voiced earlier this month when he said his administration was in the process of considering how soon the U.S. could lift the ban on European travel bound for the U.S. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the restrictions would continue for now. WNBF First News Time 634. It could be days before officials will be able to assess the damages California's largest wildfire has done to a small town. Erratic winds and the potentials for dry lightning adding to the challenges facing crews battling the Dixie Fire, which roared through the remote community of Indian Falls over the weekend. Firefighters reported progress against the nation's largest wildfire, the Bootleg Fire in southern Oregon. It's 53% contained, more than 85 
large wildfires are burning across the country, most of them in the western states. Taking a look at your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today, some patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunshine. There's a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the upper 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms overnight with lows in the low 60s. And Wednesday, mostly cloudy to start, slight chance of showers in the morning, gradually becoming sunny. Temperatures will be near 80. It's 65 degrees at 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.com. And Doug Mosier, again this morning, yes. is in the uh, news center, so you made it through security. We've I beefed did. up security, as you know, and I, I've <laughs> mentioned how uh, new security codes now are uh, rolled out on a regular basis. It used to be uh, just once every week, and then it was once an hour. Now random security codes are generated, and we have to hunt around for them it, it's like uh it's like one of those hide and seek games the kids used to pay uh, play or uh, you know and i i believe in security but sometimes i think they're taking this just a tad too far you when they so? they hide the security codes and i can tell it now because it, at the end of the month we changed the locations but the july security codes on tuesdays were hidden over near the roundabout under the planter oh were they i didn't realize that yeah I didn't so. realize. I'm, I'm heading out to the fair later tonight. I got funnel cakes on my mind. Are you going to the fair? <laughs> Either tonight or tomorrow. All yeah. All right. I love funnel cake. Maybe I'll go <laughs> just for the funnel cakes. You know, I'm going to be like, uh, they'll call me Bobby Chestnut. I'm going to see <laughs> how many funnel cakes I can eat in five minutes, and then I'll bring you the video back to see to see if it gets any clicks. <laughs> Did you ever see that guy eat? Oh my, Joey! I can't. I can't watch it anymore. I. I um, I've never met him. At least I don't think I've met him, but I, I've talked to him on the phone. I think uh, wasn't it a few years ago? He was at Tioga Downs, and yep. I think he did his uh, speedy eating thing. I think he, he ate like four thousand speedies in thirty seconds. It was, <laughs> was ridiculous. And, and, you know, you had to slow down the video so you could really appreciate it. And I said, "This guy is an eating machine. <laughs> he's not a real tall guy. No. He's been here in the studio. I've met him. Yeah, he's he's." He's a miracle. There's nothing short of a miracle. And I know that scientists marvel. They they try to uh, do research. I think people over at Binghamton University have wanted to do research with Joey for years, but he always politely declines because he wants the mystique to remain. Yeah, I asked him if he ever, like, did you warm up your practice? He goes, no. He just does it. What I heard, and again... You know, I hear a lot of things from out reporting, so I can't corroborate this. I heard he plans to donate his stomach to science after he's gone. It would be definitely at one of those <laughs> all those marvels, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't. Even. Did you hear what happened this year? I don't. Obviously, I don't watch it because I'm very sensitive. But they televised the the thing on July 4th with the um, the hot dog thing down in, on Coney, Coney Island. Island. Yeah. Did you hear what happened? No. ESPN's feed got all scrambled. So even though he was setting another world's record, I think the final 20 or 30 seconds on the live feed was all scrambled. So you've got billions of people around the world, about 5 billion people on the planet, waiting to see this world record performance. And then the the transmission for ESPN. <laughs> not to mention the people that Nathan's were probably not that oh happy either. Oh, my gosh. You know, they had to do a make good. <laughs> They, they had to have Joey do it all over again in an hour. <laughs> Doug Mosier in the News Center filling in for Kathy White today. WNBF News Time 638 coming up. Traffic and weather together and the day. 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 640 and all is well on area roadways. No reports of traffic trouble at all on 17, 81, 86, 88, 201, 363, 434, 38B, 962J. Anyway, it's uh, smooth sailing for early drivers on this Tuesday. The forecast from the National Weather Service and patchy fog. Otherwise sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 87. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 62. Cloudy tomorrow, a chance of showers early, then becoming sunny. High 79. Mostly cloudy Thursday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 65. Right now, a correction Thursday, the high 80. Right now, it's 65 in downtown Binghamton. WNBF News Time 641. Bob Joseph with you. It's First News Binghamton till 8. And then the Binghamton Now talk show from 8 to 10. And today we bring you Tauga Downs owner Jeff Garall and also Gary Gitchell from the Grippen BMX operation. BMX operation at Grippen. Well, we've uh, been following this story for a while, and there may be some new developments about the future of Broome County's Grippen Park. So we will talk with Gary Gitchell this morning. And again, Jeff Garral will join us on the program live at 8.30. And among other things, we will talk with him about his feelings regarding Governor Andrew Cuomo should be a very interesting conversation. Tune in to hear what happens on live radio. 642 coming up on First News Binghamton in less than 10 minutes. Kim Commando with her Tuesday Tech Report. She's going to deal with a very sensitive issue. What happens when you buy something and it fails immediately? You know, you take it out of the package, you're excited, you're saying, ooh, it's a new high-tech device. I can't wait to start using it. And it turns out it goes on the fritz. I think that's what the kids call it. In other words, it doesn't work right out of the box, or sometimes it works a little bit and then it stops working. Kim Commando will talk about that coming up at 6.50 here on News Radio 1290. W. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And good morning, sports fans. On this Tuesday, the Rumble Ponies will swing back into action tonight as they start a six game series against the Yard Goats in Hartford. Mets played a pair in Queens, and New York lost the first game of its uh, doubleheader to Atlanta. Two to nothing. Mets manager Luis Rojas uh, spoke to the reporters after that first game. He said he thought his team was going to come back in the ninth. That's what he was hoping. Probably some of the hard hits that we had uh, in, in the game, and we just, you know, they, they stopped our momentum there and make it that play and t- turn it into a double play. We're going to have McNeil hit uh, up next for the pitcher spot, so, uh, you know, we could have kept it going. The nightcap, though was won by the Mets. Jeff McNeil laced his second go-ahead hit in two days when his 
RBI double in the fifth inning sent New York to a one to nothing victory over Atlanta. So the Mets have split nine of their 11 doubleheaders this season and swept the other two, so they seem to like doubleheaders. The loss in the nightcap left the third-place Braves five games behind the National League East-leading Mets. Yankees All-Star outfielder Aaron Judge and catcher Kyle Higashoka took another step in returning from the COVID-injured list by taking batting practice at Steinbrenner Field in Tampa. First baseman Luke Voigt on the IL with left knee inflammation also took part in the workout at the Yankee Spring Training Complex. New York will open a key series tonight in St. Petersburg against Tampa Bay. Judge and Hikishoka are expected back during the three-game set. The Yankees started uh, nine games behind the American League East-leading Boston and eight back of the Rays. Checking Olympic news. The host country superstar is out of the Olympics. Naomi Osaka lost to former French Open finalist Marketa Vandersova of the Czech Republic 6-1-6-4 in the third round of the Olympic tennis tournament. The second-ranked Osaka struggled with her usual uh, reliable ground strokes. The 42nd-ranked Vandersova produced a series of drop shot winners as well as some other crafty shots that drew Osaka out of her comfort zone. Conditions were different from previous days with the roof closed because it was raining outside. That's the latest from the business, or rather the sports world, here on News Radio 1290. WNBF, First News Binghamton on your Tuesday morning. And now it's time to get an update from the business world with ABC's Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock indexes are at day five of a streak of record high closes. The Dow Jones gained 83 points to finish Monday at 35.144. The S&P 500 tacked on a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq composite rose fractionally. Tesla has reported second quarter revenues of $12 billion and posted a profit of $1.1 billion, up tenfold from Q2 of 2020. The electric car maker also more than doubled its output of vehicles. New home sales have fallen to a 14-month low, slipping 6.6% in June compared to May, according to the Commerce Department. That is the third straight monthly decline in new home sales. AirlineRatings.com is out with its annual ranking. The site this year took profitability out of the equation and put in how airlines responded to COVID. Qatar Airways, Air New Zealand, and Singapore Airlines are the top three. A U.S. carrier doesn't show up until United at number eight. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Business news at 18 minutes and 48 minutes past the hour. Every weekday morning here on First News Binghamton. 649, Kim Commando with a tech update coming up in six. This is First News Binghamton at 6.50. Time for Tech with Kim. Have you ever bought a product that failed right after you purchased it and then you couldn't get it repaired? I'm Kim Command with news that the Federal Trade Commission wants to hear from you. Brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. President Biden recently signed an executive order directing the Federal Trade Commission to go after what he called 
unfair anti-competitive restrictions on third-party repair or self-repair of items. Mostly, this has to do with anything that has a chip in it, from farm equipment to toasters and smartphones. Soon, we'll be able to repair our own gadgets with official manuals and manufacturers' official parts. For decades, we weren't able to get either, creating a sort of monopoly on repairs. And now, this may be coming to an end. So if you weren't able to repair something that you purchased, let the FTC know at reportfraud.ftc.gov. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. If you haven't tried Super Beats Hard Chews, you're missing out. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Just two a day is all you need. Do what I did and support your heart health with delicious Super Beats Chews. Get your Super Beats Chews today at kimsbeats.com. And when you buy two bags, they'll throw in the third bag for free. That's kimsbeats.com, kimsbeats.com. Kim Commando's Tech News every weekday morning right here on News Radio 1290 and First News Binghamton coming up at 7. ABC News covers the world and the nation. Right after that, the local report from the WNBF News Center with Doug Mosier. WNBF News Time, 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6.55, no reports of crashes or delays on local roadways. We'll let you know if any issues develop throughout the day here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog in parts of the region this morning, otherwise sunny. High 58. 58, high 87. Uh, there will be a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Then tonight, showers likely, maybe a thunderstorm, low 62, cloudy tomorrow. Slight chance of showers early in the day, then gradually becoming sunny, high 79. Now look for Thursday, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms the afternoon, high 80. Right now it's 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 656. And coming up on WNBF, we'll have all the latest news with ABC covering the nation and the world, including the latest developments with the Olympics games in Tokyo. Yes, there have been a few surprises, and we will keep you posted as those surprises happen. Also next hour, of course, the local report with Doug Mosier from the WNBF News Center. Sports at 7.15, your money news at 7.18, and... I think we'll have a political update also coming up from ABC, in case you're wondering what's going on in the world of politics. It'll be coming up right here on News Radio 1290. Good morning. It's Tuesday.
July 27th, WNBF News Time 6:50. In Colorado, some very serious flooding and mudslides in the northern part of the state. A third body has been recovered after uh, blooding, a uh, flooding rather. Um, section of northern Colorado was uh, burned by a huge wildfire. One person is still missing. Larimer County Sheriff's Office says a man's body was found a day after another man was found dead in a nearby river. So uh, just difficult times in northern Colorado. A woman's body was found near the small community of Rustic, Colorado, shortly after a mudslide sent a wave of debris into a scenic canyon. WNBF News Time 6. You're listening to the Tuesday edition of First News Binghamton, ABC News coming up. Then about an hour from now, we have Binghamton Now with your phone calls and also a couple of guests, Tioga Downs owner Jeff Garall and Grippen Park BMX track operator Gary Gitchell. All that and some surprises coming up on Binghamton Now later this morning here on WNBF Binghamton, WNBF. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 7.04 and 63 degrees right now with little sunshine uh, and maybe a chance of showers and thunderstorms a little later on today. A town of Andy's man has been arrested on charges resulting from a dispute with neighbors. Tioga County Sheriff's Office reported it on Wednesday morning on May 26. Deputies were called to investigate a dispute between neighbors on Gladstone Hollow Road in the town of Andy's. Two of the neighbors alleged that 74-year-old John Drew had threatened, alarmed, and annoyed them during the dispute. The victims filed her harassment complaints which were forwarded to the town of Andes Court. On July 16th, deputies arrested Drew on two counts of harassment in the second degree. He was issued a summons to appear before the town of Bovina Court on a later date to answer the charges. The 146th Annual Broome County Fair kicks off today in Whitney Point and will continue through this Sunday, August 1st. After missing last year due to pandemic restrictions, the fair will begin with Little, JR, and Miss BC Fair at 10 a.m., 12 noon, and 2 p.m. The fair officially kicks off at 5 p.m. today with ride specials, the annual kickoff parade at 6 p.m., followed by antique tractor pulls. There will be many events throughout the week, including agriculture and 4-H presentations, demo derbies, truck and tractor pulls, a rodeo, and more. For more information and a list of events, you can log on to broomcountyfairny.com. Police say a Florida man, a Florida woman rather, is dead after her parachute malfunctioned as she was skydiving in upstate New York. State police say 59-year-old Karen Bernard of Wildwood was killed at around 9 a.m. Saturday when she jumped out of a plane to skydive in the central New York town of Westford. Police say it appears that Bernard's parachute malfunctioned. The investigation is ongoing. Town of Taylorman has died in a bizarre crossbow accident. New York State Police were called to a resident on Gibson Hill Road last Friday in response to a call stating that a man had been shot with a crossbow. When police arrived, an ambulance and first responders were already on the scene administering aid to a man identified as 58-year-old James R. Parker Jr. An investigation revealed that Parker and another man were attempting to kill a skunk when Parker was accidentally struck with an arrow from the crossbow. The man then called 911 and attempted to aid the victim till responders arrived. Parker succumbed to his injuries. The incident is under investigation. 
New York City will require all municipal workers to get coronavirus vaccines by mid-September or face weekly COVID-19 testing. The move announced Monday by Mayor Bill de Blasio follows last week's announcement mandating vaccinations or weekly testing for public health care workers as the city battles a rise in COVID-19 cases fueled by the highly contagious Delta variant. About 65% of adults in the city are fully vaccinated, but new vaccinations have plunged since a peak in early April. Some of the unions representing city workers are balking at the new policy. They say the city can't impose requirements without negotiations. WNBF First News Time is 7.07. Governor Andrew Cuomo has projected confidence that he'll ultimately be exonerated of allegations of sexual harassment. He also questioned Monday the neutrality of the lawyers hired to investigate his behavior. Speaking at his first news conference in nearly two weeks, Cuomo said he had concerns as to the independence of the reviewers hired by State Attorney General Letitia James. One of those lawyers helped send one of Cuomo's close friends to prison in a corruption case. Cuomo says he is eager for New Yorkers to get the facts on what happened and thinks they will be shocked to learn the truth behind the allegations. The United States says it will keep existing COVID-19 restrictions on international travel in place for now due to concerns about the surging infection rate because of the Delta variant. It's the latest sign the White House is having to recalibrate its thinking around the coronavirus pandemic as the more infectious variant surges across the U.S. and substantial chunk of the population resists vaccination. It's also a reversal from the sentiment President Joe Biden voiced earlier this month when he said his administration was in the process of considering how soon the U.S. could lift the ban on European travel behind the U.S. I'm rather bound for the U.S. And the final victim of the condo building collapse in Florida has been identified. Relatives say the body of Estelle Hadea has been identified, making her the 98th victim recovered from the rubble of the condominium that collapsed more than a month ago. Her family says the funeral will be held today. Checking your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunshine today. There is a slight chance of showers or thunderstorms this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy showers and thunderstorms likely low in the low 60s. And Wednesday, mostly cloudy to start. Chance of morning showers becoming sunny gradually. Uh, Wednesday's high will be near 80. It's 63 degrees at 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. At 7.10, quiet, all quiet on the western front and the other fronts as well. There are no reports of serious crashes or delays. On area roadways, if you see something, say something, let us know. On the WNBF traffic tip line, give us a call at 607-772-1290. The forecast from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog around the region this morning. Otherwise, today will be sunny. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 87. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Low 62. 
Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early, then becoming sunny, high 79. Cloudy Thursday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 80. Right now it's 65 in downtown Binghamton. WNBF News Time 712. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph along with Doug Mosier, who's in this morning for Kathy White. Coming up next hour... The Tuesday edition of Binghamton Now will have some guests, including Tioga Downs owner Jeff Garral, who will join us live at 8.30. All that, plus your phone calls. We may read an email. You can always fire off an email. Send it to BinghamtonNow at WNBF.com. You could write something now and send it, and perhaps we'll select it for broadcast on the air. Binghamton now at WNBF.com. That's our email address. Send us a note. Love to read fan email. 713 WNBF Sports next, and then your. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 715, let's speak of sports, shall we? The Rumble Ponies had the day off. Of course, they have every Monday off with the uh, unusual schedule. So uh, they will be back in action tonight on the road with a six-game series starting at 7.05 down, well, not down, over in Hartford as they battle the Yard Goats. Ponies versus the Goats in Connecticut. So they play six games before they return home a week from tonight. So if you're planning your Binghamton baseball fun, be prepared for baseball fun returning to Binghamton next Tuesday. Meanwhile, the Mets had a couple of games in Queens yesterday. They lost the opener to Atlanta two to nothing, but they did manage a win in the seven inning nightcap. Here's McNeil, first ball swinging, hits it in the air to deep center. Radius sprinting back, way back onto the track, can't get it. Bounces off the wall, stays in play. That's going to score a run. Nemo around third, comes home standing and holding at second with a double and a run batted in. Is Jeff McNeil? The Mets are finally on the board, and they've taken a one to nothing lead here in the fifth inning. And that was the call on News Radio 880 WCBS last night. Final last night in the nightcap, one to nothing. So again, the Mets split a pair against the Braves under pandemic rules. Each game was only seven innings. Mets have split nine of their eleven double headers this season and swept the other two. Reliever Clay Holmes was acquired by the Yankees from the Pirates for infielders Diego Castillo and Hoy Park. Holmes is 3-2 and and 44 relief appearances with 44 strikeouts and 35 walks and 42 innings. The 28-year-old right-hander has held left, or rather has held right-handed batters to a 173 average. Yankees were off last night. They will start their series in Florida against the Rays tonight at 7:10. Hockey news, the Devils. Ew, those NHL Devils. Ew. 
have acquired defenseman Christian Jaros from the Sharks in exchange for forward Nick Merkley. Olympics news. Alaska produced a gold medal swimmer, while host Japan won't get to celebrate a tennis gold medal after Naomi Osaka got knocked out early. 17-year-old Lydia Jacoby pulled off a stunning victory in the women's 100-meter breaststroke, upsetting American teammate and defending champion Lily King. The Japanese-born Osaka struggled with her usually reliable ground strokes and lost 6-1, 6-4 in the third round to former French Open finalist Marketa Vandrasova of the Czech Republic. That's the latest in sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 718. Money news. Global stock markets have sunk as investors look ahead to a Federal Reserve report for an update. When U.S. stimulus might start winding down in early trading, the FTSE in London lost nine-tenths of a percent. The DAX in Frankfurt was off nine-tenths of a percent. The... Indicators looking ahead to this morning's trade on Wall Street don't look that good. The Dow futures are off 148 and the NASDAQ futures down 15. Fuel problems for U.S. airlines, that's according to American Airlines, which is asking pilots to uh, take some steps to save fuel. Just don't go so fast. American is reporting low fuel levels at several small to mid-sized airports, mostly because of a shortage of fuel tankers and drivers. Other airlines are seeing the effects as well. Delta Airlines says it sees a shortage in Reno, Nevada. Southwest says the fuel situation isn't affecting flights, but it is adding more fuel on some planes to limit the amount needed at airports with shortages. Tesla's quarterly profit has surpassed a billion dollars for the first time. The results come as the electric car pioneer navigated through a pandemic-driven computer chip shortage that has caused big headaches for other car makers. The financial milestone extends a two-year run of prosperity that has erased questions about Tesla's long-term viability raised during its early years of losses and production problems. That's the latest in Money News from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 720. Tuesday morning, I'm Bob Joseph. We're joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill. Karen Sweet O'Neill, Insurance Solutions. Many answers to most of your questions. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good. 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 And you have a preview of your um, big appearance tomorrow morning here on First News Binghamton. What will we be discussing tomorrow? Well, we're going to talk about a couple things. First thing is, what happens if you want to get some life insurance, but your health doesn't want to cooperate with you? In other words... You might have some medical uh, situations that would prohibit you from purchasing regular life insurance. Is there a solution? And yes, there is. So we're going to talk about that. Oh, hence the name Insurance Solutions. You know, and I didn't even realize that, Bob, when I said it. (laughs) How apropos. I know, right? Um, We're also going to talk about the upcoming open enrollment season, and it's October 15th to December 7th for people that are uh, Medicare eligible, and that's when they choose 
you know, what their health care and prescription drug coverage will look like or option will be for the following year, which will be January 1st, 2022. And it sounds like it's far away, but it certainly isn't. I mean, we're already taking appointments for that time slot. It's a six-week period that's just extremely busy. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. All right, and so that'll be tomorrow morning at 7.20. In the meantime, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? They can do it several ways. They can call our office at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information will come up or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Excellent. Excellent. I'll be looking forward to speaking with you about 23 hours and 55 minutes from now. Very good. <laughs> Karen <laughs> Sweet O'Neill. Have, have a, a good great day, day. Yes, you too. WNBF News Time, 725. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And the Tuesday traffic report nothing to fear, but crashes themselves be careful out there we'll keep you posted if there are any traffic problems throughout the day today and of course you can let us know if you see something call us on the traffic tip line at 607-772-1290 our forecast from the national weather service some patchy fog this morning otherwise sunny a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon 87 showers and thunderstorms tonight 62 mostly cloudy tomorrow a slight chance of showers early in the day then becoming sunny 79 cloudy Thursday with showers and thunderstorms possible in the afternoon. 80. Right now, a sultry 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 726. And of course, we are glad that you're listening this morning. And for many people who are tuned in now, whether you're listening on your AM radio, your kitchen or your bathroom or your bedroom or maybe you're listening already in your car or listening online at wnbf.com or even better on the wnbf app no matter how you hear us or where you're listening we welcome you to first news binghamton we hope it'll become a daily habit we're here for you with all the news you need weekday mornings from six to eight then binghamton now from eight to ten it's all for you and as you look at the uh, schedule throughout the day, I know they don't deliver Radio Guide anymore as they used to. It's too bad. It was a great publication issued once a week or once a month, Radio Guide. I miss it. But uh, also on WNBF after Binghamton Now, the Brian Kilbead Show. I think that's Brian with an email right now for me probably with his schedule when he's going to be in Binghamton because, as he mentioned a few days ago when we were chatting with him in between hits on Fox and Friends, uh, he plans to be in Binghamton or at least passing through in the not-too-distant future, and I think he'll stop in. So Brian Kilmeade is on from 10 a.m. to noon, and, of course, from noon to 3, the Dan Bongino Show. It's all for you here on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 7... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF.
Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning. It's 7.30. We're at 63 degrees right now. On our way to temperatures today in the upper 80s with uh, possibly a chance of a shower or a thunderstorm and some sun today in there. The town of Andy's man has been arrested on charges resulting from a dispute with neighbors. Tioga County Sheriff's Office reported that on Wednesday morning, May 26, deputies were called to investigate a dispute between neighbors on Gladstone Hollow Road in the town of Andes. Uh, two of the neighbors alleged that 74-year-old John Drew had threatened, alarmed, and annoyed them during the dispute. The victims filed harassment complaints, which were forwarded to the town of Andes Court on July 16th. Deputies arrested Drew on two counts of harassment in the second degree. He was issued a summons to appear before the town of Bovina Court on a later date to answer the charges. The 146th annual Broome County Fair kicks off today in Whitney Point and will continue through this Sunday, August 1st. After missing last year due to pandemic restrictions, the fair will begin with the Little, JR, and Miss BC Fair at 10 a.m., 12 noon, and 2 p.m. The fair officially kicks off at 5 p.m. today with ride specials, the annual kickoff parade at 6 p.m., followed by antique tractor pulls. There will be many events throughout the week, including agriculture and 4-H presentations, demo derbies, truck and tractor pulls, a rodeo, and more. For more information on a list of events, you can log on to broomcountyfairny.com. Police say a Florida woman is dead after her parachute malfunctioned and she was sky, as she was sky driving in upstate New York. State police say 59-year-old Karen Bernard of Wildwood was killed at around 9 a.m. Saturday when she jumped out of a plane to skydive in the central New York town of Westford. Police say it appeared that Bernard's parachute malfunctioned. The investigation is ongoing. A judge says a New York lawyer who fought Chevron over oil pollution in Ecuador is guilty of criminal contempt of court for repeatedly defying a judge's order. Federal Judge Loretta Preska in Manhattan wrote in a lengthy opinion Sunday that Stephen Donziger's conviction doesn't question the sincerity of his devotion to the cause of Ecuadorians who went to court over damage pollution caused to their land. She said her ruling means a lawyer cannot take the law into his own hands because of a perceived injustice. Donziger's lawyer promised to appeal. Donziger called it an obvious travesty of justice. R. Kelly's lawyers say they'll fight prosecution bid to tell jurors about allegations behind, behind uh, the, rather beyond the actual charges at his upcoming federal sex trafficking trial. Kelly lawyer Nicole Blank Becker said Monday that the government's move is a veiled opportunity to shape public perception, ignoring that Kelly is presumed innocent. Jury selection is due to start August 9th in a New York federal court for the Grammy Award-winning R&B star. He's charged with leading what prosecutors call a criminal enterprise of managers, bodyguards, and other employees who allegedly helped recruit women and girls for sex. Kelly denies ever abusing anyone. WNBF First News Time 733. The Shenango County Health Department says it's now offering the COVID-19 vaccines by appointment at its clinics, including the Pfizer, which is the shot that is approved for children aged 12 and over. That shot is important as the new school year approaches. For those over 18, the Johnson & Johnson and Moderna vaccines are also available. You can call area code 607-337-1660 for more information. New York City will require all municipal workers to get coronavirus vaccines by mid-September or face weekly COVID-19 testing. The move announced Monday by Mayor Bill de Blasio follows last week's announcement mandating vaccinations or weekly testing for public health care workers as the city battles a rise in COVID-19 cases fueled by the highly contagious Delta variant. About 65% of adults in the city are fully vaccinated, but new vaccinations have plunged since a peak in early April 
April. Some of the unions representing city workers are balking at the new policy. They say the city can't impose the requirements without negotiations. And the United States says it will keep existing COVID-19 restrictions on international travel in place for now due to concerns about the surging infection rate because of the Delta variant. It's the latest sign the White House is having to recalibrate its thinking around the coronavirus pandemic as the more infectious variant surges across the U.S. and substantial chunk of the population resists vaccinations. And it could be days before officials will be able to assess the damage California's largest wildfire has done to a small town, erratic winds and the potential for dry lightning adding to the changes facing crews battling the Dixie Fire, which roared through the remote community of Indian Falls over the weekend. Firefighters reported progress against the nation's largest wildfire, the Bootleg Fire in southern Oregon. It's 53% contained. More than 85 large wildfires are burning across the country, most of them in western states. WNBF First News Time 735. Your Twin Tiers forecast for today will start out with some patches fog and sunshine with a chance of showers or thunderstorms later this afternoon. Temperatures in the mid to upper 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy showers and thunderstorms likely. Lows in the low 60s. And Wednesday, starting mostly cloudy with maybe some morning showers, gradually becoming sunny. Temperatures will be near 80. It's 63 degrees at 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF and WNBF. Seven thirty-eight at News Radio twelve ninety WNBF WNBF dot com. We're here for you seven days a week. We have been helping the people of the Twin Tiers for nearly a century, and we intend to continue doing that for you till further notice. Keep you posted. Well, here is an interesting story. And I didn't even hear about this till uh, I just saw the headline on the New York Post website. President Biden called a reporter a pain in the neck. No, he's not talking about me, oddly enough. President Biden called a reporter a pain in the neck for flouting his request for questions only about the U.S. ending its combat mission in Iraq, continuing his habit of lashing out at journalists in response to questions he doesn't like. NBC's Kelly O'Donnell disobeyed President Biden's request for questions about Iraq and asked Biden instead about reports that the Department of Veterans Affairs would require staff to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The man from Scranton said, You are such a pain in the neck, Bob. No, he's referring to Kelly, but trust me, if I had been there, I probably would have asked the same type of question. You are such a pain in the neck, but I'm going to answer your question because we've known each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. And and then he confirmed that the VA would be the first agency to compel vaccination. Biden was hosting the Iraqi prime minister in the Oval Office when he rebuked the veteran journalist who often appears on MSNBC. Kelly O'Donnell was just elected to be the president of the White House Correspondents Association. You are such a pain in the neck. You reporters, you're such a pain in the neck. Yeah, doing the people's work. 
Just answer the question, Mr. President, Mr. Mayor, Mr. County Executive, Mr. Elected Official, or Ms. Elected Official. Just answer the question. You work for the people. We do, too. WNBF News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. No, we're not trying to be a pain in the neck. We're just trying to get some information for the people. Traffic wise, at 740, the news is good because there is no real traffic news to be concerned about. Watch out for that closure starting tomorrow at the Bevere Street Bridge. You won't be able to. Um, Use that uh, intersection at Front and Bevere for 24 hours starting tomorrow at 6 a.m. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunny with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 87. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Low 62. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early in the day, then becoming sunny. High 79. Mostly cloudy Thursday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 80 right now, 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 742, coming up, the sports report, then money. Vehicle accidents are stressful enough. You don't need someone showing up at the scene trying to pressure you into letting them tow away your vehicle, often falsely claiming they were dispatched by the police or an insurance company. Be wary of any unsolicited tow truck that arrives on the scene of an accident. In fact, in some places, it's illegal. Motorists should not feel pressured to agree to a tow. Call your roadside assistance provider or insurance company for towing company suggestions or consult with police on the scene. Always get the price and terms in writing along with the location of the tow yard before letting a tow truck driver hook up your vehicle and take it away. If you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB. Or visit our website, www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back. With me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And at 745, let's speak of sports, shall we? First off, of course, Binghamton baseball fans, I believe, know this already. Rumble Ponies were off Monday because Rumble Ponies and all their competitors are off every Monday in this bizarre 2021 season with the unusual schedule. They uh, always play six games against uh, an opponent, six-game series, which runs Tuesday through Sunday. Then they have Monday off, and then, of course, on Tuesday, they start a new 
series, and they will start their new series tonight on the road as the Rumble Ponies tackle the Yard Goats, figuratively speaking. Not literally, figuratively. Ponies versus the Goats in Hartford, and they'll start at 7.05 tonight. If you want to travel to Hartford, oh, you could get there with plenty of time and maybe help yourself to a couple of donuts outside the stadium before the game starts. The Mets split a pair in Queens. They lost to Atlanta in the first game, 2 to nothing, but they did take the nightcap. Jeff McNeil's RBI double in the fifth inning broke a scoreless tie, and that gave New York a 1 to nothing lead over Atlanta. Here's McNeil, first ball swinging, hits it in the air to deep center. Radius sprinting back, way back onto the track, can't get it. Bounces off the wall, stays in play. That's going to score a run. Nemo around third, comes home standing, and holding at second with a double and a Run batted in is Jeff McNeil. The Mets are finally on the board, and they've taken a one to nothing lead here in the fifth inning. And that was all the Mets needed. That was the final score, one to nothing, with the Mets taking the nightcap. Of course, with pandemic rules, the um, games, the doubleheader games, are uh, each seven innings. Now, the Yankees were off yesterday. They will start a series tonight in Florida against the Rays. Some news from the Olympics. At least from Tokyo, the Japanese capital has reported its highest number of new COVID infections. Days after the Olympics began, the prime minister is urging people to avoid non-essential outings, but he said there is no need to consider a suspension of the games. At least not yet. In terms of what is taking place, reigning Olympic gymnastics champion Simone Biles is out of the team finals after apparently suffering an injury during the vault. The 24-year-old U.S. star, considered to be the greatest gymnast of all time, huddled with a trainer after landing her vault as she then exited the competition floor with a team doctor. Biles returned several minutes later with her right leg wrapped. She took off her bar grips and hugged teammates Grace McCallum, Sincia, or Sinisa Lee, and Jordan Childs before putting on a jacket and sweatpants. And that's a bit of what's going on in Tokyo, making news on this Tuesday morning from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time. 748. Let's get money news. Check in with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock indexes are at day five of a streak of record high closes. The Dow Jones gained 83 points to finish Monday at 35,144. The S&P 500 tacked on a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq composite rose fractionally. Tesla has reported second quarter revenues of $12 billion and posted a profit of $1.1 billion, up tenfold from Q2 of 2020. The electric car maker also more than doubled its output of vehicles. New home sales have fallen to a 14-month low, slipping 6.6% in June compared to May, according to the Commerce Department. That is the third straight monthly decline in new home sales. 
AirlineRatings.com is out with its annual ranking. The site this year took profitability out of the equation and put in how airlines responded to COVID. Qatar Airways, Air New Zealand, and Singapore Airlines are the top three. A U.S. carrier doesn't show up until United at number eight. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, James, for the money news at 7.50 on WNBF. Uh, looking at U.S. markets, will open in about 100 minutes at 9.30. The Dow futures are down 82 points. And the NASDAQ futures are down 15 points, so we'll see what actually happens today. With trading on Wall Street, we'll have business updates throughout the day here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. In case you're uh, wondering what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes, well, I can tell you at exactly 8 o'clock, ABC News will cover the nation and the world. At 8.04, we get the Live local news update with Doug Mosier in the WNBF News Center this morning, filling in for Kathy White. Then, the popular Binghamton Now program. Everybody wants to listen. Many people want to be on the program. And we will have a couple of guests today. We'll be telling you about the guests that we have on the program. Of course, you will be welcome to call in. You're also welcome, by the way, to send an email to Binghamton Now. You don't have to send your email to the program only when the program is on. You could actually be sending the email now to Binghamton Now at WNBF.com. Or for that matter, if you're up late at night, say at 11.50 p.m., or early in the morning, say at 3.33 a.m., you could send an email to BinghamtonNow at WNBF.com. I'll read it, and it might be selected for reading on the next BinghamtonNow broadcast. That's why it's important, important to choose your words wisely. And, as I often just say to people who send emails to the program, punctuation counts. 7.52. It's Tuesday morning, July 27th. 65 degrees right now in downtown Binghamton. We're looking for a high today of 80. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to The Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF. Now, we spoke with Brian Kilmeade on Thursday morning in between his uh, appearances on Fox and Friends. And Brian Kilmeade said that he expects at some point in the not-too-distant future that he'll be in Binghamton, maybe just traveling through. But if he has a chance, he'll actually stop here in Binghamton and pop in to the News Radio 1290 WNBF studio. So if uh, Brian Kilmeade happens to pop in, who knows, he could come in during First News Binghamton or more likely during Binghamton Now. We'll uh, chat with him more on the air right here. WNBF News Time, 7.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And right now, everything seems to be fairly good. As we mentioned, starting tomorrow for a 24-hour period, the DOT says the intersection of 
Bevere and Front Streets, town of Dickinson. It'll be shut down for work. You'll still have access to Otsenigo Park, but you'll have to take a detour. That'll be in effect tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. and running for 24 hours. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog in the area. Otherwise, today sunny with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. High around 87. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers likely. Maybe some thunderstorms too. Low 62. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a slight chance of showers early. Then gradually becoming sunny. High 79. For Thursday, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. A high 80. Right now in downtown Binghamton, officially 65 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 756. Some guidance from the National Weather Service. A slight risk for severe thunderstorms exists over much of central New York this afternoon and evening. Thunderstorms will move into the region this afternoon with damaging winds, hail, and brief downpours. So pay attention to changing weather conditions and stay tuned to News Radio 1290 for possible warnings if they're issued by the National Weather Service. We're here to keep you informed and keep you and your family safe. WNBF News Time 750. Less than 60 seconds away from the National and World Update, live from ABC News. Right after that, live to the WNBF News Center with the local and regional report with Doug Mosier in for Kathy White this morning. And that's followed by the Tuesday edition of Binghamton Now, the live local talk program that gives you an opportunity to speak your mind live on WNBF. We also have a couple of guests at 8.30, Tioga Downs owner Jeff Garral, and 9.30, the Grippen Park BMX operator Gary Gitchell. And we might have a few surprises, so don't touch that dial. I'm Bob Joseph. You're listening to News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton at 8 o'clock.